What's going on, everybody? Another episode of DMC Dating, Mating, and Communicating. And this week, we are letting you know tips to maintain a sustainable relationship. Did I say that right? It doesn't matter. Let's start the show. Yeah. Look at the cows got the body roll going. Oh, 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 I don't know what the hell you want from me. I don't know what you want, but we're going to find out what they want. Because that's what we do here on DMC. What's going on, people? Thanks again for joining us this week. I'm your host, Jimmy V. Twitter, Instagram, at BeYourOwnDad. Let me introduce my wonderful panel over here. This is Constance Dunn. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's going to be a really great show. You can reach me at Instagram or Twitter at Constance Dunn. Yep. And it's your boy, Chaos J, K-A-A-O-S-J. You can find me on Twitter or on Instagram. It's Chaos underscore Oceans 31 because I'm going to give you 31 flavors of waviness today. Waviness. So That's I need you to take about. notes. That's right. So always make sure you, you have your pen out. Make sure you have your pad because we are always dropping gems and we need you to pick those gems up and keep it running. So let's do a quick, you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day, guys. It was Valentine's um, Day. How did everything go on your ends? Uh, uh, my Valentine's Day was cool. I didn't do anything. Okay. For Valentine's Day. Yeah. It was it was really chill. It was it was it was at home. Oh, okay. I did okay. my special stuff on the weekend. Right. I you know, went to a nice little cabaret show boot okay. thing. Yeah. Nice. It was cool. Now nice. was that to uh, avoid all the traffic that you get during Valentine's Day Pretty or much. it just worked out? It it kinda worked weekend. out that way, but honestly it just it makes more sense. Okay. Like in hindsight, I I'm, I think back of all the times I had to sit in traffic and mm. and you have that crappy select menu and all that. Oh, it's like, really? Right. The like, specials the, yeah, it's like, that they yeah, put why? double priced on that same day. Yeah. But right. it's like half price, yeah. Yeah, the $200 spaghetti. <laughs> right. When it's like 12 <laughs> normally. Right. Plastic exactly. flowers. Um, chow mein, champagne, mm. and chilling out. Ooh, it was man. my kind C-C-C. of night. Chilling out. The three C's. I had so much like fun. It. it was honestly one of my best Valentine's Day, and I took our advice from last week's episode. If you guys didn't catch that, we did a really fun Valentine's Day to kind of liberate yourself from the pressure, right. from the mental pressure of Valentine's Day. I think it's a trippy holiday. It brings up weird feelings, does it not? It definitely does. Yeah. And I actually got into my own feelings, did you know, because this year I, I did not have a yeah. Valentine's Day. But I started to think about life. It was like, am, am I going to be alone the rest of my life? Why did you think about money? how much money you was going to save? I <laughs> did check my pockets, and it actually wasn't bad. Your I, mind uh, on your money, and your what money I did on your was, um, hey, I like that queen. I like that. I actually got with my f- fellow actors and such, and we went to Dave and B- Buster's, and nice. we all just chilled. You know, oh, that's what's up. Singles awareness. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It was the singles. You know, we looked at other couples and laughed at them, and kind of threw. St- 
threw stuff and ran, so you know. Hey, I'm yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about you thinking at your age that am I going to be alone all the time just to offset that? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you were with the love of your life, you might have the idea like, oh, shoot, man, I'm batting down for the rest of my life. Is that funny? <laughs> this is it. The grass is always greener, uh, you know? On the side, that's right. So true, true. Which I am holding it down for all the millennials out there who are tuned in. I hold it down. So, um, yeah, let's get into the show. Yeah. So today we are figuring out, I didn't mess up our teaser, but it's tips to sustain a meaningful romantic relationship mm-hmm. with a guy or a girl. Basically, relationship hacks. That's right. right. Oh, right. As you're aptly titled. Yeah. The technology awesome. guy here. Relationship <laughs> hacks. Well, I mean, there's hacks to everything. There's hacks to life. There's mm. hacks to relationships. Hacks to phones. Hacks to phones. Hacks to shoes. Hacks to shoes. That's right. Hacks to voting polls. I mean, there's hacks to everything. <laughs> there's everything. And there's, Anything yeah. goes down in 2017 nowadays. So. Well, when it comes to emotional relationships, they're like the most vexing. And the big $64,000 question is always how to make a good thing last. So, um, the, so yeah. how do we do it, guys? Well, the thing is, is that it's always good to know that relationships are ground zero for all of your personal and psychological issues. And we each come in with a different bag of fun in that mm. regard. And so that's the problem. There's always this idea of um, expectations that we all carry and we usually don't talk about, obviously. Very true. You know, And we're also, as we always say, every week we're learning as we go along. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why I think it's very important. You can't bring in something from your last relationship mm-hmm. expecting that to be in your uh, current one. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those funny things and you don't have any clue often of even your own or the other person's until you start peeling away the layers. Right, right. And the fights start happening or the what, the discord. What I was going to say is that's that's exactly what I was going to touch on was mm-hmm. that sometimes it's easy to say like, oh, don't bring your baggage into the next relationship. But there's a lot of times you have baggage you don't even know you have. Mm-hmm. She's like, damn, I got to check on and the carry on. Like, <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? Right. And like, you don't realize it until it starts to be pointed out. Yeah. Or you start to do certain things, and maybe that person brings them to your attention, and you have to kind of think, like, well, why am I doing that? Right. And you start to realize, like, oh, I'm probably doing this because in my last relationship, it went like that. Right. So, guys, let's r- r- really try to break it down. How do we figure out our own psychological barriers? Like, how do we get to, okay, this is what I'm doing that I had no idea I actually was doing. Patterns. Remember a couple episodes ago when we talked about what you really want where we right. had these assessments? We talked about when you put things on paper, you see patterns. You think, see things that you do over and over again. And there's always the idea that, oh, I keep meeting the same types of girls. People complain. I meet, keep meeting the same types of guys. It's because your mind is a certain way and those mm. people keep coming to you and you keep attracting them. The minute your mind changes, it's going to be a whole different crop of people. It's the truth. That's it's what, you know. Yeah. It is. And it's it's a very it's very deep and um, there's a, a great book by a man named Harville Hendricks. It's a classic in psychology called How to Get the Love You Want. And there's the very much the idea of that we are missing something. There would be something that we didn't get. Let's just say from our mother. Let's just put it in the most basic terms. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something that we are looking to work out in this life, and we are going to utilize our romantic relationship to figure it out. So, as in a sense, we're trying to replace something that we never had. Correct, correct. Ah. So it's usually the idea, it's like a yin or yang. You're either going for that thing or the opposite of that thing. So, I mean, let's just use a really basic example. Let's just say my father was an alcoholic. He was not, shout out. Um, Not that there'd be a problem that there was, but 
if he was, it would be very possible that I continue seeking the men that have the same issues because I want things to be healed. I had a problematic childhood. I did not get the love that I wanted because my father was in love with alcohol. So I keep seeking the same man thinking that you are going to love me more than you love the bottle. That's That's a very basic, basic example. But That's deep. Which is too, I see on social media all the time, you know, like hashtag daddy daddy problems or Mm -hmm. something, you know. So Mm -hmm. they will use that as an excuse to why they let a man beat a uh, beat uh, down on them, mm-hmm. why they can't um, a- accomplish a certain goal? Because oh, I've got I've got daddy problems or whatever. So basically, you're saying they use it as a crutch. Yes. Exactly. Well, it's also it's not one of those things that you can intellectually kind of reverse course. You usually have to do work on it. I mean, it's like right. who doesn't want a, a wonderful father? Who doesn't want a wonderful mother who mm-hmm. loved us and gave us everything right. we wanted? Uh, I don't know about you. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody's perfect, and not everybody has that at their disposal. Right. And yeah. and to to just kind of keep going with that, take get a notebook. If you're watching this show, you should already have a notebook. But if you don't, you need to go buy one. Right. Because I would think I would think that it would be good to take that notebook and start to identify. Mm-hmm different things in the relationship that you didn't like mm-hmm. and how it made you feel. As cheesy and corny as it sounds, mm-hmm. take that time to yourself. You'll appreciate it later. It might seem like, oh, God, that's so boring. I could be doing so much other stuff. But seriously, sit down and write out all the different things that you didn't like about that, that you know, your last relationship and how it made you feel. And then take mm-hmm. and really look at how it made you feel, you know, did it make you feel insecure? Mm-hmm. Did it make you jealous? Did it make you, you know, did it lower your self-esteem? Did it bruise your ego? All these things are important mm-hmm. because you're going to take all of that with you if you don't address it. So when you address it and you're able to see it on paper, then you can kind of analyze, you can do a little, you know, self-introspection and say, okay, you know what? All right, how can I... Fix this so that I don't have that issue. So Agreed, narrowing guys. it down. Is that what you're exactly. saying? Narrowing yeah. it down and being gentle with yourself. I always say that. I mean, don't beat yourself up. Everybody struggles with issues. And again, mm-hmm. it's not something you can usually psychologically will yourself out of. But of course, an important first step is identifying what, what could possibly be, you know, a few little uh, clues here that yeah. I can kind of narrow it down. And then when you finally identify you know what not to do from that point on thank you you're such a good segue uh, Meister. you know right so what not to do and it's always funny we these are these uh seduction experts and there's a lot of advice <laughs> out there there's tons of advice we have tom Likas. we have what's this uh, other one uh, mystery mystery with the black shaggy hat and then yeah. we of course had to be a three percent man uh learn pickup dating and relationship secrets so there's a lot of information out there and I've been just an observer of a couple of these for a while and I used to crack up. I've told you guys before I'd be driving down the freeway listening to this advice he's giving out to these little guys. And it's like what? And, and I'm going, I felt like like you know, I used to joke and be like, I felt like saying, you guys out there, you little nineteen, you know, you need to work. I'm like, do not do that. Take it from a woman, all caps. If any joker tried those scams on me, I'd be like, All right, which one'd you listen to? Which Marriott weekend retreat did you go to? Who told you this bullshit right here, right? Right, exactly, exactly. I get it. They're, you know, they're trying to do these little, these little uh, ploys and kind of give you a shortcut to picking up girls or whatnot. And see, and and here's the thing: 
not to completely bash on right, those right. guys. Mm-hmm. They're 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 there and they're going to serve a purpose. If your purpose is only to get broke off, aka to get laid, <laughs> then that will work. Really? In in the to a certain degree, okay. to a certain degree, mm-hmm. it may work for you. You know, if you're in the club scene and you're just trying for the quick hookup. Yeah. However, if you really actually want a relationship, it doesn't have to be that's not to say that the next person you get with from, you know, from having these books or or going to these workshops or whatever is going to be that next person is going to be your soulmate. But if you want an opportunity at a really good relationship, that's not it. That's not going to be that's that's the quick, fast, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Scam. So uh, Kells and Queens, I think it comes down to knowing what you actually want. Right. right? And it's funny because sometimes people that are looking at the pickup stuff, ultimately, when you get down to it, a lot of guys, even though they might say, oh, I want to meet girls. I want to have like tons of girls. I want to have like a stable of women. There are softies. You know, the idea is that often they want love. They want companionship. They want a woman in their life. They want a girlfriend experience. So um, one of the funny things, um, this guy tried one of these ploys on me, and I actually Uh knew exactly Uh what it was. So it was really funny because... It was one of those things that we'd hang out, and I had friend zoned him a little, but I could I could feel it as a woman that he liked me. Oh, but he'd still hang out. She's friend zoned. At least she admitted it. That's all right. At least she admitted it. Most women don't like to admit it. Exactly. Oh, that's just my friend. Just my friend. Yeah. Okay, but why is he just your friend? Because does he know you're just? Yes, I was always clear. Oh no, yeah, I was always clear, and he was really sweet. I'm like, oh, you know, I really appreciate it. I was very upfront. I did not lead this cat on at all, and it was really funny because. Ultimately, and women out there, you have experienced this when a guy is like, no, that's cool, we're friends, but you know he still likes you, mm-hmm. and he hangs out with you more and more, and maybe there's been a few drinks involved. It's going to slither out. It's going to be like, it's, you know, it's it's gonna, it, it, it always and does. Like, oh, yeah, Now's my chance. <laughs> now. You see? And there's going to be some resentment. She just didn't have that bottle right now. <laughs> she don't Let know. Let me take you home. Once said, I get this drink said, in me. He goes, darling, I like you very much. And I said, mm-hmm. well, thank you. I like you, too. And he goes, but you know what? Uh-huh, you know what? what I don't like? And I was like, oh my God, he really went to one of those seminars because yeah. I knew it's a setup. I go, what don't you like very much about me? He goes, you say the word cool too much. And I started cracking up because I knew it was one of those things where you take a kind of, let's just say, broken woman mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, I like you a lot, but you know, the way you dress. And then you're supposed to elicit, if you were the girl, you'd be like, what do you mean? You don't like the way I look. I mean, you don't. What do you, What do you think I should do? And then you're you've broken me a little bit, and yep. you've gotten a little bit of a spell over me, some power mm-hmm. because you don't feel any power. Establish over me. your dominance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that. That is what? straight up okay. BS. And I was talk? laughing. My, I was off the shit. Oh, that's funny. Not I'm telling you. See, because I remember watching Mystery. I remember watching Mystery when he had a show on VH1. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was Mystery something. And I remember that was one of his. That was specifically one of his techniques. Was you know finding the girl that you thought was attractive, you want to talk to, and you start you know you start the playful, flirty conversation, but then you find little things that you can just break down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who likes to feel broken? Nobody does. <laughs> Not at all. Start bagging but out at dude. least on the show, which could have easily been scripted, you know, it worked. Like, oh my goodness, what? Are you serious? What's yeah. wrong? And the next thing you know, they're going home with them. Wow. Why? Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's lost in space to me. Are you going to, um, are we allowed to talk about your dancing thing? 
Oh, by all means. Okay. Yeah, there's just real quick side stories. So uh, Let's hear I, it. I I am a trained dancer uh, slash choreographer. Uh, obviously, your boy dabbles in a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, I um, I was offering private lessons. Uh, I would go and pretty much that I would help guys that wanted to learn how to break the ice with women Great. in the party scene, in the club scene. I would help. Them, I would teach them how to dance and kind of give them little pointers on talking to girls. And granted, did I have all the cool little the tricks in the kino and yes. all the different lingo? No, not at all. I kept it real. However, yeah. I was able to show them, you know, how to break the ice, really just being able to just dance. Sometimes that's that's your in. At least for me, being a young guy, like I like to dance, and that was usually my in. I didn't always have, I, like I've never had games, so sometimes for me, I would just go out, and if I could get a girl on the dance floor, it's a wrap. There you go. Because <laughs> your boy's nice on the dance floor. Because he got 31 so, dances of waviness out short, here. 31 flavors. So long story short, the producers from the from his show called me to, um, they wanted me to come down. They, they, uh, they were working with a group of guys, and they wanted me to go down, teach them some steps so that they could, you know, send them out into the club, mm. and, you know, they could do their thing. They wanted me to help them dance and, you know, and, and get some moves and whatnot. And it was funny because that's, exa- I, that's exactly what I would do. I would have clients that after we would have so many in-house um, private dance sessions that we would do what I would call the field test. And we would go out, and they would, you know, they would kind of do their thing. I'd be at a distance, but I would be within, you know, within line of sight. Okay. So I would say, you know, hey, if you if you start getting nervous or you start, you know, forgetting certain moves or you're trying to do a certain thing, just look over at me and I'll start doing whatever it is. And then so you, then you, you can mimic it. That's awesome. It was all about Will body Smith language and dancing. Um, from Hitch, that movie Switch? Hitch, yeah, low key, I oh, was like okay. Hitch, the love doctor, I, and I love here. that movie. I okay. love, FYI. Yeah, I would go, I would go pay money and hang out at the Marriott to listen to your pickup <laughs> advice if I was a dude over other. But see, my pickup <laughs> advice is going to be legit, solid pickup advice. I'm not going to give you the wham bam, thank you, ma'am, scam. All right, well, and speaking of good advice over here, right? What are some good relationship habits that we can let the v- v- viewers know? Well, we have to kind of roll back a little because we did. We're talking about game. But uh, speaking of your or end game because the idea is of course that you uh, have to do an introspection and I'm going to put up a little video right now that gives you a great little recap of a couple weeks ago where we had a little exercise that you can do at the coffee shop or what let's yeah. see it it is called must haves and like to have and you basically write down everything the big the little the small your preferences be greedy write them down no one's going to see it what you want in a woman or a man and then you sort them and again, okay. you have the must-haves on the left and the likes-to-have on the right. Okay. And for each must-have, because you want this list, you know, you really think about it. You have to justify it to yourself. You basically have to consciously call out, why must I have this? There you go. There you have it. That's a good place to start. Definitely. So um, we always talk about if you're starting a relationship, a new relationship, one that you're like, I think I want this to last. This is the one. Build in some sustainability, meaning be very, very, very clear to the extent that you can about what you want and encourage, of course, what he or she wants. Of course, we know that what happens a lot, I think we're all maybe a little guilty, is that you want what you want. 
And sometimes we're not listening when they Best tell us what a man will tell you what he wants in a relationship. Most women hear wah wah exactly, exactly. Vice yeah. versa, and you cannot will somebody, you cannot screw somebody into wanting what you want. Like you go what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you do what I tell you to do. <laughs> Look at the hey, those dance moves are coming in. Right. Those dance moves are no, coming that in. Was, that was that was me as a as a woman trying to control the man in the bedroom. <laughs> to get him to do uh, yeah. because then it'll be a year later and you'll be Eddie Murphy going what? <laughs> so I think at the start of a relationship, relationship, I think both sides, the both the man and the woman, or woman and woman, man and man, whatever. Right. I think both should do that so you guys know what you want from each each other and what to expect. And be be. Don't try to be cute. Just I know, be right? honest. They, like, I, I oh, I want know. a wonderful girl, and I wanted this. If you don't want kids, say it. If you mm. want this, that's a that's a big one. Yeah. If you don't want kids, say that up front. Right. Yeah. Please say that up front. Don't right. let it get to you know six, seven years down the line, or even two years down the line, <laughs> and it's like, yo, oh, I, I never planned on having kids. You know what? I can actually relate to that because uh, there was a girl I was really feeling great vibes, right? Everything, and um, whenever we speak about you know the f- the future and kids and she always says you know what I'm not gonna have kids right and I, I'd be like brushing it off okay you know but yeah. then whenever I revisit the topic she can continue to say like no Jimmy wow. I'm not planning on having any kids in my life blah 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 at that point I just knew like he was like have some more henny and you know what I have a, bu- a buddy who actually had a vasectomy at a young age he oh. was so against it and he used to tell me he'd get annoyed because they'd be like, yeah, yeah, you don't want kids. And he'd be like, I have a vasectomy. They're like, there's reverse vasectomies. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, no, you're not listening <laughs> yeah, to I've me. I've got the snip situation happening. Ready, made the decision. Dude, he was a 22-year-old dude. He wasn't that's, like an older wow. dude. He was, that's, yeah, he had some that's stuff a big decision. go yes. down in his childhood. That's a big decision uh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, he must have. Okay, so yeah. I wanted to go ahead and add to the uh, being open and clear with what mm-hmm. your expectations are and mm-hmm. what you really want out of the relationship. Pace yourself. Oh, right. Um, right. It's never, it's never anything wrong with being prepared and knowing what you're going to say before you say it. Mm-hmm. I say that because if you're going to take the time at one Saturday afternoon or Sunday or whatever in your living room and write down all these things so you kind of know them, you kind of you know have them versed, pace yourself. Because I feel like don't go, if you've got 30 different things that you want expectation wise there may Must be tabs. there may be 10 of those that really aren't appropriate to discuss at the beginning <laughs> at of the time. relationship right so <laughs> like i like i mean granted there's a lot of big basic things like the kids and things like that but i feel like there's other things you know like oh i want to be moved in with someone in a year and then mm. there's a lot of other things i feel like they should be discussed Further in the relationship because that's another way you can right because that's another way you can actually scare off somebody that might be perfect for you. That's right. If you may have thirty things and there might be some that are time appropriate, especially too. Imagine that on a first date. Oh hell! Do not. Do not. Yes. How many kids uh, do you want? Blah blah blah. It's like yeah. I just got your number the other day. We're just grabbing drinks. Yeah, you know, slow down. And and not only that, but make it conversational. Never go. Don't don't make it like interview style. Right. right. Don't make it an interrogation. Don't make it an interview. Very important. Make it conversational. 
Figure out how to bring it up in conversation. Don't be talking like, oh, have you seen that John Wick movie? Yeah, you know, so I really want kids in like <laughs> the next two years. Wait, what? What? I would say don't bring up fast. any of this stuff first, second, third date. Yeah. See how exactly. it goes when That's there's right. sustainability. But yeah. just know that you do need to have these discussions, right. but there's ways to do it. There's ways to be tactful. And hey, you know what? That's an episode for us to have that in is the actually, near future so, yeah. is how to broach these subjects because you definitely don't want to scare off a potential love interest yeah. because you're hitting them with the questions. That's something else that I've never liked. When you go on a date with a woman, for me as a man, mm-hmm. um... And I'm getting, it's like, I feel like I'm being interrogated. I'm like, I'm I'm instantly turned off. You know what it is? Just like you said, if they pace themselves, if you guys become friends first, because what I heard, a friend makes the best girlfriend or boyfriend. Do you guys agree with that? A hundred percent. We are in good relationship habits, of course. I always always say good good friends make great girlfriends, good friends make great boyfriends. I agree. If if now, be I, careful, I though, because you obviously you? don't want to, you know... Get, get in that friend, friend zone. zone. Oh, you definitely right. need to make it, you know, make it known. But I would say... I'm sorry to interrupt. No. I would say... While you make your intentions clear from the onset of the, you know, of the, of the dating and the courting, you know, keep... Find that balance where you keep things, you know, you keep the romance, but you you do things that are friend, you know, that friends would do in the sense of, you know, going to an amusement park, doing things like that. And don't put as much emphasis on the romance. Don't just, yeah. you know, oh, I want to hold your hand. Oh, I'm going to be all over you. Let's just cuddle 24, 7, 365. No, like go out and have fun. There you go. Enjoy each other's company. There you go. And don't put as much pressure on the romance. Because all that stuff will just fall right into place as you guys, as that chemistry builds, mm-hmm. as that, as, you know, as that rapport builds and that familiarity, all of that will just start to fall into place, especially if you guys are already attracted to each other. See, there that's such an, a vital point. I'm so glad you brought that up. 31 flavors. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> you guys, I was listening to this. Um, well, actually, they were uh, a Hasidic Jewish community and their courting rituals. And it was was so fascinating because you could take so many great best practices because the idea is is that there is definitely no sex because those hormones get people's minds. Now, I'm not saying up. all that. I'm not saying. Okay, all that. <laughs> I would suggest though, however, if you are getting to know Don't a human being, yes, yeah, as, as a being, because otherwise, when people start having sex, it can cloud. If let's just say mm-hmm. there's a great. Uh, sexual chemistry. However, you really your values don't align. There's mm-hmm. really nothing substantive underneath that relationship besides the sex part. Right. You're gonna. You might think, oh my god, I'm in love with this girl, and then your mind. You start writing the story, right? You. But there's nothing under it. It's totally false. Like what mm. a waste of time, right? Yeah. Uh, well, the sex now. Okay. Yes. Not okay, that's a, a short term yeah. relationship. So it's a different gotcha. strategy. And this is all about LTRs today, long term relationships. Long-term so that's relationships. another LTR. So I just want to add to that. <laughs> I, I usually kind of bash on rom- romantic comedies. I love them, but I bash on them because I feel like a lot of people get they get it twisted and they think like, oh, well, this can happen for me this exact same way. We're going to go do all this great stuff and there's going to be music playing and there's going to be like <laughs> short clips and next thing you know. And the doves will come out of the air. Exactly. And that's not how it's going to go down. However, there's been multiple romantic comedies where I've seen where they refrain from sex and they set like, oh, like uh, mm. better... Um, uh, tree. Uh, what was the um, what was the movie with the Kevin Hart? Um, 
Think, uh, like, think, a, think like, like a man. Ooh. Right. Think like a man. That's a Steve Harvey. Um, where she mm-hmm. had the 90-day rule. Wasn't it 90-day rule? That's right. She had the 90-day rule. She and did. then you had um, 40-year-old virgin where I forget what their time frame was, but they had a time frame before they had sex too. Yeah. But bef- leading up to when they got to that end goal of getting to the point of having sex, they were hanging out. They were doing all this great stuff, and it made, them, it made that bond so much tighter. So Deeper, basically yeah. my point is... Maybe try that. Maybe, you know, even if you don't necessarily announce it, maybe try that. Like, okay, cool. Like, try the, the you know, the Chaos Ninja technique. Don't go in for the kiss on the first date. Oh, yeah. That Wait was. three, four, five dates before you go in for a kiss, mm. you know? And, yes. and, and just kind of pace yourself and let, as you guys start to hang out more, everything will fall into place. And, you know, it'll make the sex that much better. And it'll also, like you were saying, not cloud your judgment yes. on, on the relationship and where it's going and if you're going to be able to get what you need from it. You know what? Just because you're not having sex doesn't mean there can't be tons of sexual tension and flirting. Bam. Women know the art of the flirt, the art of build. seduction. It will build your skills. Mm-hmm. Going right there is like going right for like the bottle or something. Yeah. Like right. Learn to do like amuse-bouche. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? No Teasing and seduction. Get the Rico Suave. Yeah, yeah. Our culture yeah. is very much kind of based on going there right out of the gate. There is so much more lusciousness, appetizers, and then, things that happen before that. You know what I mean? What Make it, him just freaking worship you. Wouldn't you guys agree the dessert is always better before the main dish and when you've earned it? And of course, ladies, of course, when you've earned it, of course. So so you're saying, just repeat that again because I wasn't on. So, the dessert always tastes better after you've had the main dish as well as the appetizer. Like a reward, right? Like the reward. Exactly. Because you're just waiting for it like, oh, I know the cake's about to come. Yeah, Instead of just going after the cake and it's like, okay, I got it, right? Right. And so, you know, ultimately when you look at all the literature about long-term relationships, the end goal is always strong friendships and sustained sexual desires. Those two are the two equations. That's it, right? Right. Is there anything else I'm missing? Strong friendship, but sexual desire. Yeah, no, definitely. That's definitely. it. That's what everybody wants. It's the maintain, maintain that. You right. want her to be attracted to you, ladies. You want him to be attracted to you. But, but at the same time, mean... you got to be able to sit on the couch and just chill and chill. Friends, but the art, and maybe of... even mm-hmm. get to the point where you're comfortable enough that you don't always have to be talking, 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 talking. That's nice. That's just true to too, fill yeah. up space. No type of awkward <laughs> silence. No type of oh, chill. I should be saying just something shut right up. now. <laughs> I'm trying to right. watch the show, girl. But it's okay because you guys are comfortable with each other. Now, That's chaos. Right. We once had a very funny conversation that was really funny about the art of basically as a woman and as a guy, the part of the art of uh, keeping that sexual attention and keeping that kind of, I'll call it, worship of your guy or of your girl requires a Is certain... mystique. Mystique. So how do you do that? You're still friends, but we're not total friends bros. You're not my girlfriend. You get mm. what I'm saying? We're not sharing and caring. For instance, right. you keep the mystique. I always make jokes about things like let your man see the end product, the building, not necessarily the girders and the things that hold it up, all the dust, whatnot. So, mm-hmm. of course, mystique means um, keeping certain things to yourself. You don't need a to lot see of, them spanks? Yeah, everyday habits. He ain't mad that you got him, right. but you don't need to see him. Because what you're doing is you are managing his image of you, and that doesn't mean that it, it, he doesn't know your soul, he doesn't know who you are, but yeah. who you are is deeper than, I don't know, everyday hygiene habits. Do not share. Guys, too. It's like 
this is something special. Your relationship is really precious, and you treat it as such. Right. Don't get comfortable, dudes, and just start letting them rip around her. Right. That's still not <laughs> right. sexy. Right. Like, you're not going to let her smell your beans and broccoli okay, that you have for lunch, good. and then she's going to want to go back. We don't need to know the ingredients just, over there, Kelly. I'm just saying. And, and then, and then you're going to be like, yeah, so uh, why don't we go back to the room? Um, No. no. Why don't you go get a laxative and get cleaned out? You smell like something died inside Okay, we're good. So, so the idea is so. inspired worship and inspiring like you know i i've been with the same guy for a long time but he does a great job of this in my opinion and i still look at him i'll look at his muscles and i'll just be like la 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 it just makes me happy you know and likewise cute. i make you hear that cute. ladies so appreciate if you if your man is in shape when you meet him if he looks like jimmy then I need you. I need you. You like that? You see I, I like right that there? segue. Right Hit me up. Okay. So if, if if your man is in shape, this is one of the things that kills me. If your man is in shape and you're attracted to that, then re- remember that you that that was one of the things you were attracted to. So don't give him flack when he wants to go to the gym. No, granted. Oh no. Does your man need to be in the gym three four hours? No. no. But don't give him flack when he wants to go to the gym because that's one of the things that kept you attracted to him was the fact that he was in shape. There you go. So, so Kels, let me hear your uh, your top secret good relationship habit. If you could choose one thing that, you know, always works out for you when it comes to relationships, what would that be? Your everyday good relationship habit. Yeah. Something that you do to inspire your ladies, your lady, or your ladies. Something to... Or- <laughs> keep her smiling you know right great relationship habit uh i would say never stop giving compliments that's good okay um obviously communication but never stop giving compliments gotcha women love compliments be genuine though don't be generic with it you know be genuine be specific right be specific Mm -hmm. be genuine pay attention notice things one thing that's always got me in trouble with a lot of my other guy friends I'm taking down notes over here Um, uh, that's got me in trouble with my guy friends is that you know we we can all be getting together for like a group function or something and I'll see I'll see their you know their lady and I'm like oh did you did you dye your hair or oh did you get your hair cut or did you oh I like your nails and then you know they're like oh you know this and then they look at me like shut up because they didn't know this. Exactly. There's no reason why anyone else should notice something on your woman before you, you do. Oh, wow. And if they do, that's a bad sign. That is a bad sign. Pay attention. attention. It's not hard. Most times a woman tells you when she's going to get her nails done or you know, hey, last week it was pink, this week it's orange. She got her nails done. That's yeah. a good one. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, uh, you know when a woman's getting her hair done. Chances are, once the relationship gets to a certain point, you'll know. Or if you don't, pay attention. Just pay attention to your woman. You should know almost every inch of your woman that your woman allows you to know. So you should know when something changes and compliment. That's a and good especially point. Especially when you compliment on those subtle things, that gets you that much further. Yes, and you know, before I forget, I realize that we probably have some, uh, I know we have some people joining us tonight in the chat, and if we could get that up, that would be great, because we are not neglecting you, we're just so on a roll here, we're fired up here on (laughs) saving long-term relationships. I also want to throw in, because I want to throw this in earlier, that while you do want to um, get a good good foundation of um, a strong friendship, when you're starting the relationship, you also... (laughs) 
need to understand and need to have make sure that she understands that you don't need to forsake your friends for each other and that you can't be each other's everything you can't be the end all the be all so it's okay for you to have your friends it's okay for her to have her friends and it's okay for you guys to separate and spend time with your respective friends and then come back together See, that's really good, and it's funny. We have somebody in the chat, and thank you so much for joining Ariane. us. All of you. Who calls you the best wingman ever? Thank you. Chaos? I am the best wingman. He's pretty good. Ask somebody. And you know, <laughs> they will tell you, Kales is the best wingman. He is a good wingman, and he's a good complimenter, too. Um, but also, in a couple weeks, we're actually doing Presentation Plus, so we're doing a whole episode, and you know who's going to be starring in that on how to up your presentation game easily, you there know, you go. optimize what you have. Um I would have to say, ladies, uh, ladies' version of my little daily relationship habit is always remember that no matter how many candles are on your guy's birthday cake, every man has the soul of an eleven-year boy, eleven-year-old boy in him. So you cannot imagine how far it goes—a kiss on the cheek, making some nice dinner. A boy wants kisses, hugs, and supper, and that's what a man wants too. That is. I agree. 100% <laughs> true. I agree 100%. I anything that she just said. If you yes. can execute on this, because not a lot of ladies are executing in this area, it doesn't mean you're going to be mummy. No, 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 no. I'm just talking you dose that out just a little bit. But just be really sweet and almost like doses of, of being maternal. And there's something that's really a profound ritual of serving a man food, particularly if you've cooked it. However, however, Another oh, thing I want to chime on. I, I wanna, <laughs> another thing I want to throw in there go, is, to a certain extent, routine is okay and routine is good. So when you, so the nice things you do, don't necessarily stop doing them. You know, because oh. because that's when people get complacent. Oh yeah. You know, don't stop being a gentleman. Don't stop holding the door for your mm-hmm. woman. Things like that. Also, uh, ladies. Ladies. Excuse me. Ladies. Ladies, If your man tells you that he likes something, whether it's a look Mm -hmm. on another woman when it's uh, the way she's wearing heels or, or, you know, or a certain style of, of dress or something along those lines, listen, don't be so quick to reject him. Oh, no, I'm not wearing that. Oh, no, those are ugly. Listen, if your man is taking the time to tell you that he likes something, it may not necessarily be your thing. He may say, look, I've always wanted to do a little role play, and I wanted you to dress up like a schoolgirl from the (laughs) British. We're getting serious? Keep keep talking, Kels. Keep talking, Kels. You know, or like, you know, I wanted you to be like um, Supergirl. Something like that. You know, I'm I'm trying to keep it, you know, grown. Like, you know, like adult, you know, college student, you know, dress. Whatever. Right, right. If your man tells you that, be open to it. Don't be so quick to knock it because what you won't do, another will. Keep Mm. that in mind. And the same goes, fellas. If the woman's telling you, oh, I like to do this or, oh, I want to go and paint some, some, some clay pots. Then do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Half the time is listening. It really is. Listen and enact. And show I have up, a feeling you have some good relationship habits. Uh, right now, you know, I'm I'm a surprise type of person. You know, I like to keep her on her toes. <laughs> That's good. I like to come from out of no with a rose. Hey, I just Aww. like to always see that. Oh, you know, the surprising thing. That's what always works for me. Um, I tend to do it too much. Just because they start to get and 
like embarrassed at times, but I'm like, hey, I'm your man. I'm supposed to keep a smile right? on your face. So that's just what I do. That's my. That's a really that's good my one because little two everybody there. loves surprises. Like I, as oh, you know, course, um, yeah. I teach at the University of California. I teach communication of all things. Huh? I know, right? Makes and, sense. Uh, I'm currently uh, teaching a branding class, which is great, and I always learn and relearn things. I've been teaching that class for a few years, and um, one of the things that's relevant to tonight's discussion has to do with the idea of patterns. I'm just going to jump back because it's really important. Um, there's an idea that you might not consciously like something you might be getting the same guy over and over again, the same girl. It might be like, I don't like it, but it's what you're used to. And there's something incredibly compelling about habit and the power of habit. It works with branding and identity, but it works with us as humans that we will go back to what's familiar. There's a great example of, let's just say your mother used to always fry onions. And let's say you, don't want your mother in your life again as a romantic <laughs> partner. You go into the house, you smell onions. You might not like the house, but this is so damn familiar. It's just just understand that there's something very compelling about habits, and that's just something I wanted to throw in because it's so valuable. And I definitely hope you take that home today right. on this episode of DMC. But now we are going into one of my favorite segments: questions and conundrums, where yeah. we listen to you, the viewer, <laughs> and we bring your question onto our show. So just like last week, one of our viewers um, mm-hmm. mentioned this in in the comments i did have a chance to respond but i wanted to make sure we spoke about it live on the show so what she put was that um hey i'm from the netherlands who has a childhood friend who was not there for her when she was bedridden with chronic pain Mm. about four years ago do i need to tell her that i am still not over the fact that she wasn't there for me when i needed her the most and still, when I have problems, I don't tell her because she already said once that this is a little too much for her. Or do I just need to let it rest because it's already four years later? All in favor of let it rest, say aye. All in favor of you've got to say something, say aye. Aye. Oh, okay, uh, bam. Yeah. yeah, it's there unanimous. It's unanimous. Because if you're, unless you're not planning on keeping uh keeping her around as a friend or whatever the case mm. is then yeah no you gotta say something because it's just gonna keep it's, it's gonna be there that's right it's gonna be just constantly in the back just right. just just you know hey nagging you so definitely say something right and that's the idea is it's gonna definitely impact the relationship and you know what you can't smother things for so long. You can't shut everything under the rug, as to yes, say. It's going to just yes. hurt you. Uh, and often, sometimes, we are um, afraid to get let go of relationships, particularly people that we have history with, with mm-hmm. capital H, right? Yes. Because we're, again, habit or the idea that I know this person so well. And there is this old, you know, this this idea that when, what is it, when the Lord shuts uh, the one wind, door, he one opens door, another. He opens and it's another, true. Yeah. And I, I just want to let you know, Marisha, I uh, we are all rooting for you. You should definitely, definitely stand up. Yeah. And if the person does not accept it, that is not your problem. But you yes. really have to say something. And you can say it with love in your heart because you do care about this person. But the relationship does not work for you. There's an imbalance. And I have uh, cleaned house, let's just say, in my <laughs> life. And um, I've gone through this. And it can be scary and it can be tough because if you're not a person that is used to and does not like confrontation so much but let me just tell you from personal experience that when you clean house you have no idea how many awesome women friends are out there that are just going to come out of nowhere like magic so we are all rooting for you and please do say something because your life matters and your friendship matters and so does your heart and I'm going to go right off that too just from a more of a selfish point of view Mm -hmm. do it for you because if you keep that it's just gonna constantly be inside your head you're just gonna always 
think about it, every time you get in contact with this person, you're acting like you're listening to them, but you're like, oh, you did that that one time, so I'm not, you know, so just Mm -hmm. get it out there, have the conversation, and take it from there, but at least you know you got it out there for yourself, so you can move on and grow from that Right, and quickie communication tip, when you do it, you can do the sandwich technique, which I am an originator of and love. You can put something very positive and honest about your friend, and then you put what you have to say in the center, and you can, of course, sandwich it with something positive again. Hey, I really appreciate um, our friendship. You know, we have a lot of fun together. The problem is is that I just feel like I need more from you as a friend, and I'm kind of like always been there for you. you I don't get that vibe back, and I hope we can kind of work it out. You know, know I've been afraid. I'm sorry, I didn't know you felt like that. Yeah, I'm weird because I don't say things. But I really um Oh well next time just say something. Let me know. Like I, I didn't know you felt like that. I That's feel cool. terrible. But you know what? I'm glad you said something, so I'll do better. Thank you. I'm so excited we could talk. It could be just that easy. It could just be that, that easy. easy. As corny as that seems, I've actually I've done it and I've had it done to me and it works both ways. There you it go. really does. Yeah. So uh-huh. best of and luck. And Ariadne agrees. Yes. yes. So what Definitely, once again, thank you to everybody within our live chat that has joined us this evening. If you guys out there have a question or a conundrum that you would like us to answer, make sure you put that in the YouTube comments below. On next week's show, we will answer it. Which, next week, we are going to be letting you guys know how to meet the girls and guys you really want to meet. Right. We can't spill that tea. you got to tune in next week to join in. us yeah. once again on DMC. Marketing in the house. Dating, mating, <laughs> and communicating. But until then, I'll catch you guys in the comments. My name is Jimmy V. I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, at Be Your Own Dad. Check my blog post if you wanted to see what I mentioned earlier about how I was in my feelings after Valentine's Day. Be your own dad.blogspot.com. Yeah. My co host as well. I can't wait to check that out. This is Constance Sun. Reach out to me at Twitter, Instagram. Of course, if you like what you see, please do join us every Wednesday at 8 10 p.m. Pacific, 11 10 Eastern, oh. and of course, different places from around the world. But we so appreciate it. We're here for you, and, and we love doing the show. That's right. Boom. Real quick shout out Ariadne, A Dog, Trini Boy, The Squad. Uh, Anybody else that I forgot in the comments, I'm sorry. I'm going to get you on the next one. I appreciate you. I'm your man, Chaos J, K-A-O-S-J. You can find me on Twitter, but you can also find me on Instagram. Get your swag up. Uh, Chaos underscore Oceans 31, giving you 31 flavors of waviness. And we will see you guys next week. Next week. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire PHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined! The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.